Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. So my mom is in the process of cleaning out her attic and she gives everything back to me that I had in my childhood. And that included a big box of mad magazines, old comic books. So I got curious, went online, started looking to see what they were worth. And upon getting on this comic book wormhole, Jackie, Monica, I found that over the past couple of years, comic books have been a legit source of income for people. There was an issue of Superman Action Comics number one with the debut of Superman that recently sold for three million dollars. Wow. Yeah. And the original Batman sold for a million dollars. A lot of this is because of the pandemic when all these collectors had just all this free time. Mm -hmm. So they essentially just kind of reinvested in their childhood. So that had me thinking about y'all. Have you seen clients that had to shift their financial focus? Well, I think everybody shifted their focus, you know, in a lot of different directions. But I think that's really, really great. You know, shift it to something that you love, you're passionate about, bring some of those really good memories especially when everything else seems to be kind of falling down around you. Uh, But we've seen a lot of people that have shifted their focus. They've turned hobbies into uh, Etsy, into all these online sales. So, uh, you know, I've seen a big transition. How about you, Monica? I agree 100%. I think, you know, things were going so status quo pre-pandemic. And, you know, I hear this saying that says, when the fear of what is is greater than the fear of what will be, people change. And I think that gave them that whole fear of what was going, what was coming on. It put things in perspective. So I saw a lot of clients uh, just start those side hustles, those home businesses that they've always been meaning to. They got creative. They tapped into it Mm -hmm. while they had the opportunity to slow down when we were in lockdown. And they tapped in. A lot of them, they may have done something as simple as learn an instrument they meant to. Other ones started businesses. Do you have that, Jackie? Do you have people come to you with collections? They collect stamps or baseball cards or coins and they say, I want to use this as part of like an asset of a retirement fund. Definitely. I mean, baseball cards, football cards, even some of the starter football cards, even Monica's Monica's Tommy, Um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, the rookie cards, um, gold coins, coins, stamp collections, Gun collections seems to be something that's, you know, really, Mm -hmm. really popular as well. Uh, Old cars, antique cards. I love the vintage cars and learning more Mm -hmm. about those. And um, and what have you seen, Monica? You know, I I found some people that came in because they found valuable items at either yard or estate sales. That whoever mm-hmm. was getting rid of the uh, the items didn't know how valuable everything mm-hmm. from, you know, an old Rolex watch um, that was far more valuable than what they bought it for at the estate sale. So I think people were hunting and they, they found some some treasures in there and they were concerned if they were to sell it, you know, what the taxation would be on that and how much money they would be left with in order to invest it. Mm-hmm. And hey, we all have that handy dandy cell phone that can research a lot of those resale values for us. So I think it makes it a little bit more um, we're more aware of it. Sure. Able to to confirm some of those things. Jackie, do you have any collectibles that you're hoping is going to be uh, the the big one one day? Hmm. Yeah, his name is Scott Campbell. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I have the Scott, the Scott. <laughs> no, I really don't. I mean, you know, I mean, I've got my old dolls. I mean, they're vintage. Right. They're for sure mm-hmm. vintage, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, Scott had some collections of toys and stuff for the kids. Some of the uh, McDonald's things and some of those little things that are worth a little bit, but not, not anything. But I think it's mm-hmm. important, too, that you may have a box of baseball cards. Don't make that and be like, no, I'm going to retire on this because we've seen it on Pawn Stars and Antique Road shows. You think that vase is going to be worth $20 million, yep. but it's worth $20. Right. That's and right. Beanie Babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Beanie Baby craze. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was yep. legit. But yeah, that's not a retirement fund. But that's why you need to have a plan. That's why you need to have a plan put together for your retirement. And if that is part of your assets, if you do have a, a gun collection or a car collection, well, let's make that part of the conversation and see if we can have that work for you. 727-334-0024. And I know another big question that you're going to get, and you've been getting a lot lately, is about a recession. It continues to be on our minds. Some days we think we're going to slip into one. Some days we think we might be okay. I want you to hear this clip from Yahoo Finance's Julie Hyman. She says that Goldman Sachs has joined the crowd saying that it's on the way. So Goldman's economics team coming out with a new report saying there is a 35% chance we could see a recession in the next two years, 15% in the next 12 months. Are you changing allocations for your clients based on two-year predictions like this, Jackie? Well, I think it's always based on what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? What are your, not just your short-term goals, but what are your long-term goals? And you know, having strategic portfolios and methodologies that we use and having tactical methodologies, two completely different things. You know, one is, you know, being more strategic. What are you trying to achieve? The other one being more tactical, like the military term. What are the trends? What is changing that we need to change in our portfolio, in our overall portfolio. And you know, there's some really great zero floor strategies that we use with our plans as well. So I think having a combination, the right combination, and always keeping that emotional aspect and using as many non-emotional tools as possible really, really can help, especially during times like this. The market will cycle. There will be a recession. We just don't know when and we don't know how deep and wide it's going to be. But there will be a, a recession. We have It's part of the cycle of our economy and the market. I think some people's risk tolerance has changed with all of the news that they're hearing about this imminent recession. And um, I had a conversation not long ago towards the end of tax season that said, you know, I was okay with the higher risk that I was taking, but I really need to talk with you guys because I'm not sure with everything going on that I'm, you know, as I mentioned, closer to retirement, that I'm willing to take the risk that I once was mm-hmm. able to. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's the big question right now is do I stay the course? You know, I've already, I'm already losing a little bit of money or do I make some changes? And it depends. Uh, you know, there's some great dividend strategies that are out there. You know, we have different methodologies that we're using with our clients. So it's definitely worth having that conversation to see, you know, should I stay the course? Do I have a lower risk? And also, we love the cookie analogy, right? It's it's just like baking chocolate chip cookies. Tall House are my very favorite. Mm. Number one, you want to start with a really good recipe. Tall House has the best recipe that I've ever found. And using really quality ingredients, really good ingredients. Your investment portfolio is the same way. You want to have a good recipe with great quality ingredients. The third thing is you wanna have the right proportions. You know, just because they talk about, you know, adding vanilla to your your cookies, I mean, vanilla kind of makes it a little bit, you know what vanilla tastes like, it's a little bit sweeter, a little bit more of a uh, enhanced flavor, but you know, 
having a tablespoon versus a cup is going to give you an entirely different taste and batch of cookies. Same thing with your portfolio. You don't want to have too much of one thing. And you you wouldn't put vanilla, just drizzle it over the top of the cookies. Mm -hmm. You're gonna want it mixed in the batter before you bake them. So it's all about following a process and taking the emotions out of it and having that methodology that's going to be non-emotional, mathematical, and that is going to be able to help you weather some of these storms. And the last thing is how long do you bake the cookies? What temperature do you bake them at? And you know, do you like them a little bit soft? I mean, how do you like your cookies? Soft. Soft. Yeah, yeah, me too. When they get too hard, it's like they're burnt. They go in the, the Scott plate. <laughs> but, you know, it's all about what temperature you're going to be able to tolerate. That could be different for every single person. Even your spouse could have a different tolerance and preference on how long they want to keep something in the oven at mm-hmm. what temperature. So, again, cookie analogy goes right hand in hand with your investments, your portfolio. Even if you have some comic books in that portfolio mix, you know, portfolios, real estate, all those things, they're going to change in value. And I just remember what I heard when I was really young and I had to analyze that quite a bit. A bird in a hand is worth more than two in a bush, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. you know, the same thing with comic books. They're high value now does not mean they're going to be high value six months from now or six years from now. So sometimes, you know, just recognizing that and realizing that and kind of non-emotionally making the decision of when to sell and, you know, when to stay the course, when to change the course and, you know, what to add to what you're doing, the mixture that you're doing. Definitely. So if you want us to take a look at your retirement mix, your cookie recipe, give us a call at 727-334-0024 or online at mycamblingco.com. We were talking a little bit about a recession there, but it's something else that I know that you're hearing from the community, from your clients, and that's about the Fed raising interest rates, and that could really hurt the market. But there was an article in Kiplinger that points out that some retirees could really benefit from it because the payment on an annuity could increase. So how do you balance this out, Jackie? Well, I think it's just about having the right recipe, right? And, and you know, we always, as a goal, we want to exceed inflation. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what, 3% historically for the past 100 years. But if you're looking at what we have right now, inflation costs for manufacturers, the PPI is running about 11.2%. Mm-hmm. Um, the inflation for the consumer pricing index is currently about 85 You know, I know they're raising the interest rates, probably about 50 basis points, and yes, that's affecting the market. Yes, that's going to be affecting everything. It is a delicate balance that the Federal Reserve has right now to raise the rates, to control inflation, to cool it off a little bit, and not destroy the market, the real estate market, and the financial market. And you know, the great thing is when there's an increase in cost of living with inflation, the I-bonds, that's a great option right now to mm-hmm. add into your mix. The banks are going to take advantage of this probably for three to six months. They're going to be charging more for their loans, their lending, and they're going to be paying out less for mm-hmm. at least one to two quarters. So definitely going to be a while before you're going to start seeing any kind of return, uh, significant impact on your savings at the bank. And we call that dead money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just want to make sure that look at all the 
these things. That's why we look at that comprehensive plan. It's not just about inflation. It's not just about the market cycle. And, you know, are we in a recession? Are we, um, you know, heading for a recession? What is that going to look like? What are the interest rates? What is the real estate market? Do I sell? How much taxes do I have to pay? So many things that are so intertwined in that 360 degree view. And one great thing about the inflation rate is retiree benefits can go up, just like Social Security benefits went up last year by around six, right at 6%. 727-334-0024. That's how you reach out to the team at Campbell & Company. Jackie, I love that you mentioned the iBond because they're back in the news again. And originally you hear that and you think it's another Apple product to go with my iPhone and my iPod or whatever, but it's actually an iBond. So talk to me a little bit about an iBond. I mean, it's a U.S. savings bond that's indexed for inflation, but there's a couple of catches that go with it. Yeah, I mean, with the iBonds, it's it's a six-month interest rate, right? So that is one thing. Right now, it is currently at 9.6% starting May 1st, and that is for six months. It's up from 7.2%. Now, the I-bonds have not been that attractive because the you know, inflation, it's tied to inflation, has been very, very low. So these are government bonds. You can only buy them online. You can't buy them through an advisor. You can't buy them in the bank or anywhere else. It's strictly with the treasury.gov. So if you want some help with that, let us know. We'll be glad to help you with that. 727-334-0024 and see how that might benefit your overall portfolio. But the great thing about those inflation bonds is, you know, they are tied to inflation. So it's it's about looking for the opportunities that are there as the trends change. And that is what we do. We don't just say, set it, forget it forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some goals, some plans, that may be the best strategy if you've got, you know, 10, 20, 30 years to go. But if you're already in retirement or you're facing retirement, it's a very scary thought that, wow, my portfolio just went down by 10% and here I am about to get my very last paycheck and clean out my desk and get my keys and maybe turn in my hat and my badge. You know, but it's just about having that plan that's going to take the lowest risk possible to help you reach your goals. And income, 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 income is so important when mm-hmm. you have, you know, inflationary problems and when you're looking at potential uh, potential recession and worried about the performance of the market. And that is one thing we don't see as many pensions. So having creating mm-hmm. your own guaranteed, sustainable, that will outlive you, that is what you really should be looking for and making sure that you have that guaranteed component of your income for retirement. Hey, Jackie, in your opinion, do you think people, especially after the past couple of years, are being more proactive with their planning or are they still waiting until the bottom starting to fall out, increased market volatility? Well, I think, you know, when you can make money just about doing anything, um, you know, you get really confident and you have a lot of trust and faith in your skills and your ability. And, you know, I also think that just because you have the ability to let those cookies bake a little bit longer at a higher temperature and not worry about them doesn't mean your spouse is going to have that same tolerance. I am seeing as we get a little bit older, things get a little bit more uncertain definitely more calls, more concerns, you know, wanting to make sure that, hey, am I on the best course or do I need to make a few changes? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get to give really great news. Hey, stay the course. You're doing really well. 
you know, you don't have too much risk in your portfolio. And then sometimes we're like, what you're actually taking the risk of a 35 year old and that might have worked really great for you and elevated and drifted up, you know, upward your value of your overall assets. But now you could turn around and lose that right away. And I think one of the most painful things for people, Monica, is to pay tax on gains and then turn around and lose it in that next you calendar know, year. You know, I'm so glad you said that. that. There's been a huge influx this year where people that have had real estate for a really long time and, you know, whether they were landlords or they just had properties they'd be hanging on to, they're ready to sell that. They want to take advantage of these, you know, high real estate markets. But they're, they're coming in with two concerns. Number one, I don't want so much of it to go into taxes. It, it's try to you know, calculate as low as legally possible. Mm-hmm. And number two, I want to invest what I have, but I do not, from any means, want to lose that. So that is a lot of discussion, very common discussions we're having throughout this year. You're right. And you know, other financial advisors do not talk tax. Why? Because their employer will not allow them because they are not licensed professionals. We mm-hmm. at Campbell and Company are dually licensed. We do have our fiduciary responsibility on more than one level, more than one license, and we can do more than just talk about tax. We truly understand it. And, you know, real estate is one of those things, Monica. How many times should I pay tax on the gain or should I invest this and go a little bit more conservative over the next, you know, five to 10 years Mm -hmm. or just simplify my life so that I don't have to worry about being a landlord um, for no-go or slow-go years in my retirement? We hear that question all the time. And as CPAs and wealth advisors, we look at that Well, it's really a complete financial plan, but we like to call it proper financial planning. (laughs) Because if you're not considering the tax aspect, you're looking at everything before tax. And that can add another 10, 15% or more to your income each and every year. And once you pay that extra tax bill and without the proper planning, you will never get that money back. Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 